seven, 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 oh wait, wrong, wrong thing, hang on. Uh, welcome back to another episode of Swing the Twig. Oh, sorry, uh, we're, uh, we're on. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, we'll keep that. Welcome back to Swing the Twig. I'm Tommy. Well, it's a Tuesday, and uh, it's, I mean, just another week of baseball, and another hunt for the playoffs continues, and uh, we got everyone here. Anthony's just not on tonight. But uh, as you heard, Tom and Jeff are very clearly here. <laughs> um, they uh, they did not know that we started. But uh, what's going on, guys? <laughs> uh, you know, just every night looking. I'm not even looking at the uh, Padres scoreboard because you know I'm watching the games every morning. I get up, I'm looking at the sea and hope for the Phillies and the Brewers uh, losing every which way possible, coming uh, down the stretch, wild card, everything. It's like a horse race down the stretch. They come. It sucks. It's like the same. It's, it's, it's that time of year, I guess. Well, I mean, you go around the league, right? There's just, I mean, where do we start? I said before that Albert Pujols was not going to hit 700 home runs. He's kind of on pace for that. Now I'm not going to lie. He's pretty close. I mean, he only needs three more. I mean, and he's three more six, six ninety eight, six ninety nine, seven hundred. 600. He only has yep. three more. He already passed a rod for fourth on all time list. He's got 697. Uh, I Not much more you can say about the guy. But there's a debate I read here in the St. Louis Post-Dispatch where guys are arguing in a and a Q&A, actually, uh, where, that he's a potential top five of all time. Is there – I mean, he's fourth in homers now of all time, as I said. He's second in total bases of all time. His final season in the big leagues is probably the most electric you could ever ask for. Because who's had a final season like this where they're on the cusp of a milestone like this for a team that's going to the playoffs and and division winners more than likely? Yeah, and he's nobody got, in recent memory. Yeah, right for real. He's got twenty one more games left, so let's say times that by four. That's a good eighty abs, a little bit over, being generous uh, to try and hit three more homers. That's plenty. I think he's going to actually do it now. Okay. He's on pace for this. Well, they're going to the playoffs too. Yeah, that's true. And I, I, I really just think that, you know, the, the only issue I have with the playoffs is that they separate it from the regular season. So people will be like, Oh, but in the regular season, you know, he has six ninety nine. Oh, example. right. Um, yeah, yeah, he's but... he's a top five player, easy. But I think we're counting the career home runs with previous playoff appearances that he's had and playoff home oh, runs he's had. Yeah. So why would you just oh, count out this bad. season? I did not know that. Yeah, piece. yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, because he's obviously won a World Series. Like, why would you count out the home runs he had in the playoffs this year and not the ones previously? Yep. So yeah, he's got six ninety seven for regulars and just the whole career, including the playoffs. Um, so he's just fine on yeah. on that note. But, I, yeah. I mean, this is like when you look at this era of baseball. I mean, I got stats here in front of me for Pujols, as I mentioned. Um, the ones I meant, the major ones, right? Total bases, second of all. He's second in total bases, fourth of all time in home runs. I mean, there's not going to be many guys that do that, especially, mm-hmm. uh, you know, at the, this stage of his career. Um, and bear in mind, this is, you know, not the easiest uh, of eras to play baseball. And I mean, runs scored mm-hmm. is, 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 is at an all-time low. ERAs are all-time lows i mean there's not it's really hard to become a legendary hitter in today's time correct oh 100 yeah. i i don't even think pools is top five i think he could be debated at top three top three yeah i personally think you guys i don't think you guys know this What's that? i had this debate a long time ago with on another podcast with anthony 
about who the best player of all time in Major League history is. The beauty of baseball, there's no certain answer. Right. Because of the fact that there's history, there's growth in the sport with Jackie Robinson and so on and so forth. Right. I think the best player of all time, in my opinion, is Willie Mays. There's certainly an argument for that. As much as I like and also hate Barry Bonds, I think he's number two. Barry Bonds before the steroids, yes. I think, is this is the almost the same player. Right. Hitting ones. Yeah. This is this is what I'm going with. Top three hitters of all time. I think Pujols is number three. Maybe you could put Mickey Mantle there and then Pujols at four, but you, you could debate that. I I do think. But yeah, Pujols you is top. Ted, you can put Ted Williams in that mix. Oh, that's right. I, oh, I thought he was going to be sarcastic and say Tatis. I thought he was going to say Tatis no. too. <laughs> no, 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 no. So 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 many people sleep on Ted Williams just because like he he played so long ago. But True. he he wasn't as high a profile as we see today as with like Mickey Mantle, you know. If Mickey Mantle actually took care of his body, I think he could have been the greatest baseball player of all time, and that would be no argument. But I That's mean, so Ted, Ted Williams is the one who defined modern day hitting for all intents and purposes. He is MLB Steph Curry. And imagine if Ted Ooh. Williams did not serve two years out in the military, exactly right. So, I mean, if, if we're caring about war, wins above replacement, for those who don't know, Pujols does have a 100.8 war. He said 11,366 at bats. Holy cow. That's a career. 11,000 nearly. He's going to have probably he's going to have more than 11,400 at bats by the end of the career. He's got 3,368 hits. Obviously, you know, the total home run 697. His career batting average, guys, is pretty close to A-Rod, 296. He's batting 296 for his career. He's got nine, uh, 1,903 runs over nearly 2,200 RBIs, 117 stolen bases, and an OPS of 918. That's insane right there, let alone the hits. For his career. Yeah. yeah. An OPS of 918, let alone a season. That's great. It's hard. Almost excellent when you're in the thousands. You're like in unreal. To have a career of that kind of OPS, we know – the plate discipline he had, how he got on base, the slugging. This guy was in the thousand OPSs numerous times throughout a couple of seasons. Like, unreal. And if you want to argue a certain time, like in his prime, quote unquote, you could, as I'm going through the stats here, 2008 and really 2009 were the best years for that. And possibly even earlier in the 2000s, because you're talking about an OPS of over like 1.1 was like 1.114 was his OPS in 2008. It's insane. It is. You know what I'll give though? Albert Pujols is the best right-handed hitter of all time. Right-handed? Yes. If you think about it, right, Willie Mays was very solid, but I still think his defense in center field, his position, everything kind of helped him, right? Barry Bonds, lefty. Mickey Mantle, switch hitter. Yeah. Ted Williams, lefty. So now by really kind of narrowing it down. By solely right-handed hitters. Yeah. You got to give me Pujols. You got to. Barry Bonds, the lefty. Griffey right. was a lefty. Yes, he was. Yes, uh, he was. That's hard. Yeah. I mean, there's not many guys. Yeah, I'm thinking about it right now. I think there's I think there's certainly a case to be made for that. I mean, what about the babe? Was it, the babe was lefty. He was yes, he was a lefty because he called the shot in right field. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a fair argument. I mean, that's something you got to think about more. What? Babe, You're laughing. Babe with the ball. Yeah, he always, called it. Always he, calling up that's how shot. you got to remember, right? Call the shot to right center field. That's how you got to know. He's, that's how I remember he's a lefty. Yep. Because where he called a shot is the best, the pole spot for a lefty. Yep. 
That's how I remember it, at least. Just the point. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he called the shot. <laughs> Something else. <laughs> yeah, and um, yeah, I, I mean, that's cer- there's certainly a case to be made for Pujols as the best righty hitter of all time. I'm sure Anthony will come on here on Thursday and say otherwise, maybe, or or maybe agree with that. Um, I, I can't think of a player off the top of my head right now that matches that. I mean, it's hard. I mean, A-Rod, obviously, he's got better numbers than A-Rod. Pujols does. Got better numbers than Derek Jeter uh, for any current legendary Yankees in our time that we were alive for, right? There's really no oh, yeah. debate on that end. It's hard. Well, let's let's shift gears, guys, because this is – I don't know if Zach Gallon of the D-Bag – I call them the bags, the D-Bags, the D-Backs, the Diamondbacks, yeah. the D-Bags. Sounds the same. Yeah. And when you and if you if you say it fast like D backs sounds like D bags a little bit. It does. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Zach Allen, the ace of the Arizona Diamondbacks. Um, he has a, he had a scoreless streak and it was the seventh uh, longest in history. I get my facts here correct. I believe it was a um, what was it? How many innings was it in a row, guys? I think it was um something insane. Uh, Oral Hershiser had four. 44 and a third innings. Thank you. Oral, Sh- Oral Hershiser, who now does color commentary for the Dodgers on Spectrum, he, he's he got 59. He had 59 at one point in his career, apparently. So uh, that's just otherworldly. But yeah, 44 and a third, Jeff, right? Yeah, that's... Uh, yeah. Oh. And what teams was he playing like for those outings? I mean, that's that's kind of important too, right? Like if you're you're playing some teams, but if you're playing in Colorado... Like yeah, you're playing the Rockies, but if you're playing Coors Field, there's just that's just another level. That's an offensive uh, park. Yeah. Um the one where the one where it was broken was against the Rockies. Um yeah. I remember I remember that. Um I know he played Milwaukee. I know he played Philadelphia. Um That's hard. Really hard. Yeah. Philly? Let me Yeah. Philly I get. Philly. Philly's easy. I mean, think about it, right? So the other people besides Oral Hershiser that have gotten that far, Don Drysdale, 58. This should be a great quiz question to name mm. one of these players. Bob Gibson uh, in, in with 47 straight. Zach Granke did it with 45 and two-thirds. Carl Hubber, Hubble, 45 and a third. And Sal McGill with, um, with Magley, I think, uh, with 45. Uh, here, we, here we go. Um, he played he, – he lost it to Colorado – but before that, he played against Milwaukee, right? Uh, the Phillies, the Royals, the Giants, the Rockies again, um, Pittsburgh, uh, and Cleveland right. is that's where it started. Yep. Was in right. Cleveland, like he like he allowed three runs in six innings in in Cleveland on August second. That's when yeah. after that, that's when it started the, the streak. Yep. So that in Cleveland. So that's where it all began. I mean, think about it, right? August 2nd. Today is September 13th as we do this. That's insane. I mean, think about that, right? That's yep. a month plus 11 days. No, yeah, no, yeah, a month 40, plus 11 41, days. 41, 42 41, days. 41, 40. Yeah. That's crazy to not give up a single run. And, you know, I know some of those teams sound poor in which they're having it's bad still season. hard to do but there's still major league caliber hitters like come on that's not easy there's still those legit guys in those lineups yeah and like, zach gallon's good man zach gallon's good i'll give him all the credit for sure you don't hear me say much bad about um 
gallon in the D bags, D bags. I'm getting the habit of saying bags now. Uh, but that's, <laughs> yeah, that's, I'm not saying that's an insult to the diamondbacks. I, I'm just used to saying that now. The joke became something I didn't intend on saying all the time, but now it's a habit. So sorry about that in advance, but yeah, I, you won't get me to say much bad about, about Arizona or, or Zach Allen for that matter. He's, he's actually, I think part of the reason why, why Arizona is not further down in their standings in the NL West oh, yeah. as they really should be. Right. I mean, they had a year last year where they obviously fell to the pretty much the bottom of the league. But I mean, when you really think about it, this team is different this year. It's certainly not, you know, middle of the, Military, they're still bottom tier, but they're not the same team that was poor last year. I think Gallon really improved tremendously from last year to this year as the true ace of that team, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah, I, I, I would definitely put him in contention for a most improved pitcher award. Yeah, I would. I, I would definitely put him in contention for something like that. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, it, it's it's if there was a most improved NL pitcher. Um, besides, besides Andrew Heaney of the Dodgers there, there's, yeah, sorry, Don. Yeah, that's, that would be, that'd be my, actually, there's a couple Dodgers I could put for most improved, but, but yeah, that's, that's certainly one of them. Uh, uh, Zach Gallon for the D backs. All right. The standings guys, we, we have to update the race. The Yankees are somehow maintained. They've extended their lead, which Jeff told me before should have a one in front of it. It doesn't, it's at five and a half in front of Tampa Bay still. Uh, they look okay at the moment. They actually had a good couple series lately, so they beat. They did a good job against the Rays in Yankee Stadium. They did a good job uh, with the Twins taking care of business, who, by the way, are free falling in the AL Central. Uh, they are they are basically five back. Chicago White Sox are three three back. You can actually get them at great odds. I saw them at like four to one to win the division, and they're three back of Cleveland. That's not bad, and I think I think they still have to play Cleveland twice still, so they 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 win both of those series, they pretty much have the division. Right. Yeah. That's. I mean, that's that's the key thing, right? The White Sox are looking decent. Uh, I still don't think the averages are where they should be for most of their important guys. You know, like an example, Moncada. I mean, everyone I'm saying, everyone really can fit in this list except for Abreu. Abreu's got that above 300 average that is really nice. But other than that, maybe Tim Anderson, but he's a little hurt. He's been hurt throughout the year, uh, so it's kind of different. But, yeah, I think everyone except for Jose Abreu has really, really uh, (laughs) fallen off the deep end as far as batting average compared to last year is concerned. It's just, it's unbelievable. Now, Minnesota, yeah, I think that Yankee series, was it was it the Yankee series, Jeff, that really did a number for their their standings free fall? Yeah, yeah, for for some reason, the Yankees can always beat the Twins. I don't three know out, why. Three out of four they took from the Twins in Yankee Stadium, so that was really beneficial to the Yankees, but more of a hurt to the Twins, I would say, certainly. And, you know, that's... That's really where we stand. Now, there's other teams trying to get into the playoffs right now. Toronto and Tampa Bay are not letting any other team do that right now as they're playing each other. That's really hard to get past either of those two teams. Seattle's basically, I want to say, a lock to get in that. They're in. They're in. Yeah, I mean. The AL itself is like set. As much as Baltimore's been fun, Ah. they're like five and a half back. Seattle's only got a half game cushion tied with Tampa right now. It's tight. I mean, the next, yeah, the next, the, however, what's that, Jeff? The, I mean, 
the six teams that are going to get in are pretty much set right now. You know, Astros winning that division. The Yankees will get in in some capacity, you know. And then you have the Mariners, the Rays, and the Blue Jays, who they're mm-hmm. all at least five and a half games over the O's. Um Right for the for for the division for the wild card spot. So you know they're they're solidifying their spot. The only one that can really change is going to be that AL Central spot. You know, can the White Sox or I guess the Twins too? I guess hypothetically they can. Can either one of them make that final push to overtake the Guardians for the division? One hundred percent. And basically, whoever wins the AL Central is going to make the playoffs. I mean, that's yeah. you're not mm-hmm. making the playoffs otherwise because their records suck. So that's that's really where it stands. Now, yeah, you're right. They all have really a cushion over Baltimore at this point. I think Baltimore kind of took a hit the past few games. So that's really – they got the Nats now, so hopefully they can bounce back. I'm rooting for the Orioles still to make the playoffs. I'm rooting for them in some – I'm rooting for the Orioles to still make the playoffs. I don't care that they're in the AL East. I don't care. I still have a ton of respect for that franchise because they've put in a lot of effort to sucking over the years to get these guys – these great hitters, great prospects. They've done something with these prospects now. They've actually yep. put in the work development with all these guys. I mean, we've talked highly about the Orioles uh, the whole season. So I don't have to repeat myself. But, I mean, I'm still rooting for them to get in the playoffs over pretty yeah. much everybody else here. You would definitely want them over uh, Toronto. I, I do. Oh, 100%. You guys. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I mean, well, Toronto doesn't deserve it. They don't deserve it, in my opinion. Baltimore does. I mean, Toronto's got a highly paid roster. They got a ton of money invested. Kind of like the Padres last year, right? Like they had a ton of money uh, on their roster. Uh, no, I'm not taking I'm I being know, serious. Like they're like, yeah. Reminding me. Giving me <laughs> like more like it's a high <laughs> It's a highly paid roster. It's a very high salary. And like they signed a lot of free agents for a ton of money. Mm-hmm. And then and they're just not they're not um doing anything with it. Yeah. They gotten better since they fired their manager, but they're still barely that third holes. spot. They got holes. Yeah. A you lot of holes. Still... What's that? Yeah. I I I do think next season at least they're going to figure it out to some extent, you know, cuz now they really know what holes they got to plug up and their starting pitching has taken a big beating as far as the injuries are concerned. Oh yeah. So I do I I do think they'll be in a much better spot next year. Honestly, I I could see them taking second place, but I do see Tampa probably falling out of it and Boston staying down below. I could see Baltimore as the three spot and maybe taking a wild card spot there next season. I think Baltimore's for sure going to the playoffs next year. And as soon as as soon as betting markets open up for next season, I'm not a baseball better anymore. I gave up on it. But I would, if the Orioles are plus money to make the playoffs next year, I'm taking it. I mean, that's that's my only preseason bet I will take is the Orioles to make the playoffs if it's plus money. Uh, that's something I'm definitely going to be doing. There's no doubt in my mind. Um, I mean, that's a team that I think has a ton of potential. And they're probably the best team. I think they're statistically the best team in the AL East since uh, that trade deadline re- really they they've they've had the best record by far. Now they have now they're four and six in their last ten, but I mean overall since since in the second half of the season it's been truly insane. Especially at Camden Yards, like that crowd's good. Like yeah, like, they've had full capacity crowds in the past couple weeks. Like clearly the crowd wants them in the playoffs. Um, it's been I think 
since 2016, right? Six years since the Orioles have been to the playoffs. What do you? Or was it 15? Or was it 15? I think 2016. They won the division. Some other two teams had to, like, one team had to beat another team for, like, the tiebreaker and something, and it didn't happen, so the Orioles didn't make it. Something like that happened. Yeah. They were close. Yeah, because I was in Baltimore seeing the Ravens, and there was oh, a bunch of right. people talking about the Orioles, and I think the Twins had to, like, win, and they lost. Not not 100% sure, but it was, like, that scenario. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah you told me about that. Yeah, so I mean, I'm gonna cheer for for the Orioles for sure. Now, looking over to the the NL, I mean, that's I mean, that's pretty much. I mean, it doesn't get more set in stone than the National League, except for really the NL East, which is really the the spot where you gotta uh, flip a coin basically on who's gonna take it. I mean, the Mets are slightly, I mean, ever so slightly ahead of the um, the Braves right now. I mean, they. It's so slight. I don't even know the matchup against the, the two against each other season series wise, but I think the Braves don't they don't the Braves have it or is it the Mets? I have no idea who's winning that season series right now of those two teams. That would be, um, that would be, I think who decides it should a tiebreaker come for the division. That's who's going to be the higher seed if I recall, but I think they would actually play out for the division, right? Isn't that the rule? Like a special game for the division. Ooh, I don't know. Yeah, it, it would be a game 163. Right, if, right, right. If it were to get to that point. For the division, yeah. Between the Braves and the Mets. Now, pretty much everyone else from... Oh, I shouldn't say that. Philly, they Philly has a wild card. They're kind of locked in. The Padres, they're in this race. But they're, they're, they got a two-game cushion, but they're ahead of Milwaukee right now. They're ahead of San Francisco by nine games. It's Not bad. It's basically Milwaukee. Yeah, it's basically you guys and the Brewers. So you're, so Dom's going to be a Yankee fan for the weekend, heavy Yankee fan this weekend. Um, he's going to be a fan of whoever's playing the Brewers. Oh, you guys are playing the Brewers? Yeah. Oh, please. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Please, dear God. Coming up this weekend. Good. We were four games up. You were four games up on the on And that's all it takes. Card? Yeah, all it takes. Mm. Brewers won two, we lost two. That got split in half right there. Yep, that's what happens. And there's 20, 21 games left for most of these teams now, so it's coming down on the wire. All it takes is one little streak, and that's it. Hey, you're nervous. I'm nervous myself. I still think a collapse is coming, but I, who am I? Yeah, me too. Right. That's why I'm not going to any Yankee games. I mean, we all, we technically, we already had that collapse, so. Nah, it hasn't finished yet. <laughs> uh, it, it could. I. For for me, I think I think like the final culmination of that was Aaron Hicks doing oh. God knows what the hell that was he was doing that day. But I think I, I think that was kinda of like that final moment of like that's the lowest we could get in terms of on field play. Yeah, pretty much. I mean that's the guy that I think showed I no think, effort. I, I think we ended up winning that game too. I think we stormed nope. back for like no, no, oh, then we it, lost that game. The, 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 that was, the you know, what day. that game was, Jeff. You know what that game was? That was the Derek Jeter game. <laughs> that's right. That's why we lost. Where Anthony went to. Mm-hmm. He that's went to that why game. We lost, yeah, yeah. But then the, ne- the, the next, the next game, we put up like ten point, ten oh, runs. Oh yeah, him. and the, and yeah, the game yeah. after that was like eight, nine runs or something like that. So I think we... that fueled. A, I think that ignited a fire. 
Yeah, that that's why oh, I'm yeah. saying like I I think that was like the lowest moment because I think it, I think it finally started kicking them a little bit that like hey we need to actually you know play baseball like we're being paid to do. Right, and not this um, seventy million dollars for seven years, uh, Jordan athlete, no effort in in the outfield, really no effort. Period. I mean, I mean, his, the only effort he puts in is uh, his personal life. No, nothing to. I don't want to get personal with him. He's not a bad guy, but I mean, that, he doesn't make any effort to the baseball field at all, or pimp, or pimp or pimping his home run shots. Oh yeah, and the bat flips mm-hmm. for the walks. That's right. That's the other thing he does. Yeah, yeah. Go, good riddance whenever he leaves, if he leaves. Uh, Should have never signed to that extension. A couple that's, what I, that's what I said. I said yeah. it too. I get I get killed for saying that. Me too. I was uh, when we were in college. Um, it was like before the radio station at Ryder moved to the fine arts. So yeah, sure. this was way back. So this is years ago when Hicks signed that contract. I remember I was the only one. And then I think Anthony, Noah, Sean Johnson, and a couple others. Yeah. And I was the only one that said, this is stupid. Besides my dad. Because we both agreed that we yeah, hated yeah. Aaron Hicks. The guy plays 60 games if you're lucky. And he sucks. I mean, it just it was one good it was one good year yeah, he had. Exactly. One yeah. good year. So it's just like you want to like palm like face palm. This right is there. like Robbie Ray in Seattle all over again. Yeah. This is the same thing. Like it's they have one great year. I don't even think Hicks has had as good of a year as Robbie Ray did as a pitcher last year. No, we're remotely close. Not even remotely close, but enough to make a ton of money on a contract. You know what? Like and, and rob a team of money. That's the issue. Like in all sports, I remember when in, in the NBA, Isaiah Thomas, the not the Detroit Pistons back then, the current one now that's like kind of like trying to find a home. When he said when he was having a big year with Boston years ago, he was like, oh, get the dump truck ready full of money. That's when I respected like teams because they were hesitating to sign him. Meanwhile, the Yankees were like, oh, one big year. Let's put it in there. I guarantee you if the Yankees didn't do that. Aaron Hicks would be asking for too much money and he'd be like desperate to sign somewhere for like a year and then be a journeyman every other year. It's ridiculous. And he should be. It's so ridiculous. Or he were signed long term with like the Pirates or the Athletics or the Reds. Probably the Diamondbacks. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's from Arizona. Yeah. He could have done it. Yeah. Some, some, some low to middle market team that's not really good, but is willing to pay long term for these average players. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! I, I just, I mean, you're never going to hear me criticize a player as harshly as I will Aaron Hicks, and it's, it's so disgusting, and 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 I I can't possibly uh, see I I can't tolerate another minimal effort like that that I saw again. I just can't. And like I said, I posted on social media. If that's the standard to be a Jordan athlete, if Aaron Hicks is the gold standard for Jordan athletes, because he's got, you know, he's got the shoes. He's got the gloves. He's got his freaking pads, his elbow pads, everything he's got at the plate is all Jordan. If that's the standard, we all should have a pair of $500 jump mans that we're allowed to wear every single day and be paid. If anyone's a Jordan athlete in majors and in, in baseball, it's that it's got to be Mookie Betts. Oh yeah, right? I think he's yep. Jordan's. Right? I think I think so. No, Jeter was the when Jeter played, he was the symbol yeah. of the Jordan athlete. That was the guy that that had it from top to bottom, right? He had it. You just knew everything was Jordan. 
mm-hmm. you could just tell like that was kind of like his image especially throughout the 2000s and later 2000s especially that was how i knew Jer- Derek jeter just as the jordan athlete but now it's reduced to aaron hicks i mean come on yeah like, that's that's disgusting that's not even close um yeah, I'm 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 disgusted that Aaron Hicks is even associated with the same brand as Derek Jeter was, and CC Sabathia was, and and Mookie Betts, right? Especially Mookie Betts, who currently plays for the Dodgers. Unbelievable. Yes, Love I will. Mookie. Me yeah. too. Me, me too. too. Me too. Even I said that when he was a Red Sox too. By the way. Oh, me too. Because yep. the guy's five foot nine. He can play a really good outfield, really good defensively good for a dude. small guy. Just a good, good dude. dude all around. Good hitter all around, power and contact. And he has a really glitchy swing in MLB The Show. He's my, <laughs> uh, he's my leadoff guy. Yeah, so. He's got a glitchy swing. Oh, it's great. It's just like every time you connect on a ball, it does something well. Well, guess who's not glitchy? Mike Trout. He, rec- he, he homered in a record seventh straight game. We're trying to find out if, he, if he's going to do it as we do the podcast for his eighth straight, that would be pretty, that would be, um, if he did that, he would actually be the record holder in major league baseball. Um, currently held by D- Dale long of 1956, Don Mattingly in 87 and Griffey jr. in 93. How about that? I mean, that's something that obviously not a lot of people have done, but he's ho- He's trying to homer in eight straight games. That's <laughs> insane. Yeah, when you're feeling it, you're feeling it on a hitting streak, let alone a home run streak. That's uh, that's crazy. Too bad, you know, this is a little sour because the Angels are so many games under and they're disappointing. They always do this where they start off well, end up poor. And, uh, you know, still rooting for Trout, but, yeah, just a shame. His career is getting even more put to waste. Is he anywhere near contention for the uh, for the MVP? Nope. If, if Otani wasn't no. playing? And let's say Trout was healthy? If Trout was healthy, yeah. You think he'd be a contender? Yeah. But nah, eh, But no. the Angels are where are they in the standings? I know they're deep deeply far. Yeah, they're eighteen out of the wild card. They're not gonna make it. Yeah. So they'd have to win every game and everybody has to lose at this point. You know who's you know who got officially eliminated first? Was it um was it the A's? Oakland, I think? Oakland was the first team to get Oakland, eliminated. Yeah. And then the Nats. <laughs> Shocker. Funny. Yeah, yeah, the Nats and, and uh, Oakland. Actually I think the Nats were first. Yeah, they're 348 uh, one percentage right now. Oakland's a uh, 362. That's um, that's the bottom of the barrel basically for both leagues. <laughs> sorry, Justin. Sorry, Justin. If he's even a fan anymore of the of the Nats, he's a Padre fan now with me. Maybe. I think he's just a Soto fan, so he's gonna yeah. cheer for whoever Soto is. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Yeah. Which is how I am with Tom Brady. A, like that's where yeah. wherever he goes, I'm gonna cheer for. I'm a Chris Paul fan. I'm still a Clipper fan here and there, but CP3 all day. Ugh, no thanks. But. <laughs> I will cheer for the Suns. I will cheer for the Suns. Despite what their owner just did, I will cheer for the oh, Suns. Yeah. Let's not get into that. But <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, let's not happy get into thoughts. that. Yeah. Oh, happy thoughts. Yeah. Happy thoughts on me. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Um, yeah, I brought it up. Shouldn't have. But <laughs> yes. That's all right. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, Jeff, did our free pick of the week cash? I didn't even look at the score. Um, yes, it did. And wow! In, and in in pretty convincing fashion, too, a ten-two win. Wow! The free pick of the week one. Who was it again? I forget the team. <laughs> the White Sox. That's right. We did. That's right. And you right. were like, "Oh no, not the White Sox!" And I'm I like, did. Just wait, I did. Tommy, just no, wait. I remember, I remember don't, that. Don't doubt me. 
Look at this guy. I never doubted you, Jeff. <laughs> Thank you, Dom. Thank so where does you. that put us? 12 and 10 or 13 and 11 on free picks? We're at 2 uh, and 500 now. It puts us two back above, yeah. Um, you can't get three above. It's always two, one, two, one, two, one. Mm-hmm. Never can get to three. Once hey, we get to hey, three, I think guess what? Guess what? Number 56 for good old Aaron Judge. Uh, you're ahead of me. Wow, as we do the podcast. So let's talk about Ooh. that. I mean, that's... Is that is that is he gonna pass Roger Maris at sixty one? Nope. No. Sorry, I know, I know. There's twenty. Well, there's twenty one games he'll be left. Close. Is there? Is it twenty after this game, or is it twenty one after this game? Depends. I think it's twenty. If... I I th- I think for the Yankees it's twenty. Okay. Well, okay. I mean, he's he's almost there. I mean, it's it's close. Yep. He's got fifty six now. He's passing. He's passing everyone. Every home run he hits, he's passing someone in the Yankees' uh, record. And so either way, if he doesn't pass Maris, it's truly insane of a season he's having. Yeah. I mean, no one's going to top this. And back to the contract thing, like, he's 30. Like, that's the other question I have about him. He's 30 years old. You know, he's he's kind of at his at his peak now. He doesn't have any more potential than this. I mean, how, how much better can you do than this? Holy crap, that's a, that was a base hit for Stanton. On what should have been a ground out, but I mean that's, but you know what I mean with Aaron Judge, he's thirty. He graduated college. He chose to go four years in college, right? And he decides I'm going to join Major League Baseball later in life. This is the price I think he's going to pay for. He wants a payday. He'll get it, but this is the yeah. price you pay for not as have not getting as many years, right? I mean, yeah, but honestly, you know what that. That that was the smart move to do, honestly, as far as I'm concerned. Oh sure, I mean he he finished his. I think he went to Fresno, right? I mean that's yeah. I mean that in California, yeah. Like he finished out his degree. That's cool and all. And you know he would have been in Oakland A if he didn't go to college, right? But the but mm-hmm. when he decided to go to college, that put him on the map again to be redrafted, and that's when the Yankees took him. So, I mean the Yankees should be grateful that he went to college, otherwise they wouldn't have him. But. Yeah, but I mean, this is this is a guy. I think not to be like Chris Collinsworth, but this is a player. <laughs> yeah, this, now it's here's a, a guy. <laughs> now here's a guy. This is no. This is truly a player that I don't think is going to have the. I'm I I hate to doubt Aaron Judge, but he's 30 years old. I mean, I'm I'm just scared of if the Yankees resign him of how much they're going to get hosed by his contract, whether it's an injury at 31 years old. I'm telling you. You think he's got more years in him? No, I think he's leaving. And I also think the Yankees are going to be smart. Here, I'm sorry if I interrupted you. No, 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 you didn't. Here's what's going to happen. I don't have the amount or the years, but the Yankees are going to offer him something decent, you know, well in range, but they're going to be hesitant because of their history with right. Cano, right. Ellsbury. You can go on. Yep. They're going to have to understand of his age. If he says no, maybe offer a little more. And then walk away. Here's my here's my understanding. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be honest. I think he's gonna go to the Giants not because he's home, but Carlos Rodon and Jock Peterson. I think the Giants are gonna let walk, try and get some money, and to get him to finally be a face of their franchise for a good amount of years, and they're gonna overly extend him. But I personally think if Judge truly and no bashing here, he's having a great year. Everything. Right, 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 right. If right. he truly loved being where he is, he would have signed that previously and not tested the market. Here's my thing. I agree with that and don't agree with that at the same time. Mm-hmm. I, I understand that. 
I, I like what Anthony said about it. And he Anthony thinks he's going to resign, not as a Yankee fan, but he says, and I, I, I don't think, no, you were in California when he said this, but, but I think you heard it. Anthony's point, Anthony's reason why he thinks Judge will be resigned is because of the whole marketing symbol, right? How often, we live here, right? We live in the New York region. How often do you see Aaron Judge on the Jersey Mike's ads? How often do you see him on, on commercials, right? He's promoting himself. He's promoting his image. He gets to do that because he's a New York Yankee. If he was a Kansas City Royal, he wouldn't have that opportunity as much, right? I yeah, I mean, but I think he'd do well with the Giants. He he certainly would. You know what I mean? But but it's but it's New York is the biggest market in the country. If now the Dodger, if you said the Dodgers, I would have a little bit more under. I would be like, all right, that's a little closer because L.A. Now, it's a big market too. Yeah. What's that, Jeff? Now hear hear me out, and I'm. I'm I'm purely saying this for the for the hypothetical of what if I'm not saying I agree with this I just want to let this sit. Um, okay. Go ahead, Aaron Judge to the Mets. <laughs> That's gonna be funny. I don't 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 we don't have to talk about it or anything. Just let just let it stew a little bit you, in your minds. Do you think about that? Do you think that could actually happen? Yeah. I don't know the if Mets? Judge would be. I I don't know if Judge would be willing to do that, but I know the Mets will literally give him whatever the hell he wants. Oh yeah, to, well, to get him to come oh cross town. But what's this? What's this new rule? Okay, but financially speaking, what's this new rule that's going in place for for teams like the Yankees, like the Padres, like the Dodgers that spend a ton of money? What is that new rule that's coming in place? It's bigger than a luxury tax, but it's but basically it's it's not a salary cap. But there is certain limitations to what you can do as a team to sign these kind of players. Not that this would apply to the Giants, um, who you're talking about for cash, but for the Mets' point, I guess, right? They only can have a certain amount of guys, a certain amount of guys above. It's not a salary cap. Am I? What's the new rule? I don't. You got it. Yeah, I mean, Jeff, do you have any understanding of this? I'm, I'm, I'm not too sure. Or is there um, talks about that not happening yet? I think that's the I case. Think- yeah, I, th- I think they're still talking about it. Um, that could be that could be dicey. I mean, for the Mets and the and well, less the Padres, more the Mets. Well, the Padres actually will matter when the end of the season comes when Soto needs to be resigned because Soto will need to be resigned. He's only on a one year deal right now. But the Mets, I think this more pertains to the Mets more than any other ball club. That rule. Uh, if they're not, they're, I don't think they're talking about a salary cap, but it would certainly be a heavier, heavier penalty than a luxury tax for, for signings, uh, these kind of players all the time to your roster mm-hmm. basically prevents, it basically prevents stacking, which is essentially what the Dodgers have done over the past two years is, is stack their team, no matter really the consequence. And they've had that good of a development team to just sign anybody they want and develop them and frame them however they want. And they go out there and they dominate. Um, that's what they've been really good yeah, at. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the Met, in terms of players of actual importance, the Mets are going to be losing it to free agency, at least if they decide to let them walk. Trevor May, they they can let him walk. Edwin <laughs> Diaz, he he's going to oh. want a sh- ton of money. Um, he will. He'll be gone. Brand, Brandon Nimmo. He'll get overpaid. Uh, Nimmo, Nimmo can go. Nimmo can go. Yeah, N- Nimmo can go, but I could see them bringing him back on like a cheap, like three-year, twenty mil, something like that, just to keep him around. Um, Tyler Naquin. He'll stay. Uh, Utility. Yeah, 
Adam Modovino. Go. Really. Yeah. Uh, Actually, I think he's been okay with the Mets, but. Seth Lugo. (sighs) Gone. And Trevor Williams. And those are the only guys worth anything, really. And between all. Assuming they let all of those guys walk right there, you're looking at. Let me see. Do some quick maths here. Um, let's see, seven and a half, eighteen, twenty-five, twenty-nine, thirty-three, thirty-seven. Yeah, you're 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 looking at about forty mil that they're going to have available in cap space right now, assuming they let all of those guys walk. I don't right. think they will, but in terms of just purely having the cap space, they'll have the money to sign Judge. The Mets. Yeah, they'll they'll have the money to sign him. See, here's my problem with the Yankees. I mean, they they cry about money. They cry about not having a lot of it, right? But yet they take these part ownership deals in, in soccer teams like AC Milan, right? They take minority stake, um, which is probably not a lot of money to them, but that's still money. And they claim they claim that they can't afford certain things, and they talk about it like they can't keep the lights on, right, <laughs> at the park, which is ridiculous. The New York Yankees, uh, they're ne- they're – their worth has only gone down very little over the past couple of years, statistically speaking. They're still one of the, they're still the most valued ball club in the world and the most valued sports franchise besides the Cowboys and the Red Sox are pretty much up there too. I don't which know. Is hilarious. Really... Which is hilarious. That's the <laughs> Cowboys, but well, 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 we're not getting to that, but you know, the Yankees, the Red Sox, um, the Cowboys are up there. Um, a couple soccer teams are in there and they always rotate the one, two and three every year. So the Yankees probably aren't number one now, but, um, they are probably, they are definitely up there as one of the most storied, most valued franchises in the world. And to, for them to cry, like, like basically pinching pennies, right? It's, and I think they're really going to hold out on judge. It's, it's going to be hard, but I think. I think they're honestly going to lowball him initially. I think, look, I think that he, they're going to come around to resigning him. I think they will. I did hear Randy Levine's comments recently about Judge um, and what they're going to do with him, basically saying they won't go overboard. Uh, that scared me a little bit that they're even talking about it during the season. Yeah, I think I. And now this will be my last comment on the Judge thing, at least for tonight. You know. I think if they if they let him walk, I don't think it's going to be absolutely devastating. But I think they're going to do it for the wrong reasons. You know, whereas we're talking about, oh, he's old, he's had a bit of an injury bug, you know. Is he really going to be worth his contract even four years down the line? Mm-hmm. I think the Yankees are going to look at it more in terms of, well, we don't want to give anybody that much money anymore. I think I, I think that's what it's going to be. It's not because of who Judge is. It's simply because Judge is going to want a lot of money. It's a situation beyond Aaron Judge. It's yeah, a, it, it's a, it, it's it's a it's a franchise philosophy. Well, I mean, they could say that and then argue, be like, you know, they signed Garrett Cole, right? To a yeah. to a three hundred thirty million dollar deal, which look, I I'm still I'm I still love the fact that he's a Yankee. I wouldn't want it any other way. But when you look at the when you look at it, the market was way overvalued, and and yeah. I'm I'm not gonna you know, but that's the Yankees can't. Another team would have gotten him for that price. But you know, at the end of the day, right? I mean, that's you're you're 
you can't control the market. It's all the teams involved. Like, like the Yankees can cannot manipulate the trade market, and especially what Judge has done for them this year. I mean, I I can't see them just letting him walk because of their backup. They don't really have a backup plan. I will tell you, if they let him walk, I think Brian Cashman should be fired. Um, and so should the entire front office, for that matter. I think he should be fired regardless. But <laughs> okay, yeah, Jeff. That, that All right, Jeff. I, th- I think if Judge does not get re-signed to, an, to a – and I'm not saying – let me clarify that. It, I, don't, I think if Judge walks with a reason – with a less than with – a, with a non-reasonable offer from Cashman, and we can debate what the non-reasonable is – then that's grounds for firing Brian Cashman right then and there. I know he's being extended. I know it's already been announced, but he should not be the general manager of the New York Yankees if Aaron Judge walks on a unreasonable amount of um, unre- and, and a completely unreasonable offer, like a low ball, basically. Just um, uh, just end it before you get to the F, and you have a good sentence. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, Jeff hates him that much. That's fun, but um, I I cannot stand Cashman. Me either, man. Well, you're not even a Yankee fan. I know, but I can't. I can't stand him. That's, that's cool. <laughs> I mean, look at it this way, right? When he, if he got fired tomorrow, here's what I'll say about that. If he gets I fired tomorrow. I parade in the streets. I'm sorry. No, well, I want to see second. Jeff do cartwheels. Well, no, every other major league, every other, <laughs> every other major league team would throw a parade in the streets. You know why? Because he'd be picked up off, he'd be picked up off the street in seconds. And I mean seconds. If he got fired from the New York Yankees right tomorrow as a general manager, the a team would fire their current general manager. I think I honestly think that the Padres would fire AJ Preller or the Dodgers would fire Friedman, their their general manager, and get get Brian Cashman a sap. I actually uh wrote that, an article about if the Padres miss the postseason, AJ Preller is getting the boot right out the door. I think I think that's possible. I think that's happening. Yeah. There's no playoff. There's no playoff games except for for 2020. There's no there's no World Series exactly. in sight. And They've that was been, a 60 game season. They were World Series favorites two times, and they haven't. They were World Series not favorites, but they were certainly uh, World Series caliber this year. Their star player gets suspended. No communication with the star player. Now he's suspended for steroids. That's on the. That's honestly that's on the front office. Why Tatis did what he did. To not have zero communication with him, um, so yeah, probably could easily go. I mean, that's he spent yeah. a ton of money. That's really he kept your prospects. I mean, that's you did you did admit that, but two of my favorite preferred prospects are still there. So and in the majors, so right, yeah. I mean, that's that's really where it all comes down to. Well, I mean, on that note, we're already way beyond time, but we'll be back here on Thursday as always. Jeff will have our free pick of the week as always, sponsored by Live Sports Traders. And we're going to look to go three games above 500. Hopefully that finally happens. Um, Let's put our faith in Jeff. All right. We will all see you on Thursday. Have a great week, everybody. We will see you all then. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the Swing the Twig podcast. If you really love this show, please give us a five-star review and be sure to subscribe. If you have any questions, comments, thoughts, or concerns, email the podcast at swingthetwig at gmail.com. If you want to follow us on social media, go to our Instagram at swingthetwigpod, or you can go on Twitter at swingtwig.